Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so blessed to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we don't take this lightly, but we thank God for this opportunity. Once again, we'd like to invite you to join us on Sundays at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802 at 11 a.m. for our weekly worship experience. There is a word for us today that can help us, help us throughout our life journey even over into eternity. And that word is coming out of the gospel according to Matthew, beginning in the sixth chapter. Well, God tells us to seek him first and all things shall be added unto you. There's so many things in our world that we worry about. We, we worry about tomorrow. We worry about our finances. We worry about our children and our family. We worry about our jobs in some instances, and uh, we worry about our health and uh, what's gonna happen tomorrow. So many things go on in this world now that nothing surprises us. Uh, we don't know what the future may hold, but God does. And Jesus was preaching one day the Sermon on the Mount. And in his sermon in Matthew, the sixth chapter, he tells us not to worry about anything because tomorrow will take care of itself. Why worry about tomorrow when tomorrow has not come? And when it comes, it will take care of itself. So just put your trust in Jesus Christ and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him. Oh, in the middle of his sermon, he uh, begins to talk about um, why worry about what you're going to eat. In Matthew, the sixth chapter, beginning in that um, 26th verse, it tells us, that the fowls of the air, they have their food, and um, the animals out in the field, they're able to eat, and it's all provided by God. They don't have no way to store food, they don't have refrigerators, yet the animals and the trees, even though we've been going through a drought, they, the trees are still alive, because God is making a way for them, and he sends the rain right in due season, and all these things that we worry about, why? Why do we worry when God is taking control of everything? And if the animals don't have to worry, we don't have to worry either. Because God takes care of them and he loves us even more than all those things. He tells us the lilies of the field, they don't have to be clothed. When the cold comes, God makes a way for them and keeps them in perfect peace. So don't worry about what you're going to eat. Don't worry about what you're going to drink. But keep your mind on Jesus Christ and keep praying for your children to be blessed, for your finances to be blessed. 
He even tells us don't be worried about what we're going to wear. Why worry about what we're going to wear tomorrow? God put clothes on your back today. He'll do the same thing for you tomorrow. And in that time, we have to remember that food was in a scarce situation. Water was scarce. They were living most of the time in the middle of a desert wilderness. And they had to depend on God to provide their rain for their food. They had to depend on God to supply their well water. They had to depend on God that the animals would be fed for they could make their clothes to be sheltered with their tents and all the things it took to be covered from the fierce sun's heat. So what about you? God will do the same thing for you. He says when you worry about things, you're doing like unbelievers do. In verse number 32 of chapter 6 of Matthew, why doubt your faith? Why doubt God? The same God that brought you from yesterday to today will be the same God that carry you into tomorrow. So don't be like the Gentiles. When Jesus says the Gentiles, those were unbelievers. They will sit up and worry about what they're going to eat, what they're going to drink, what they're going to be clothed in, how the world will be able to make it. So don't be like the Gentiles. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. God knows what you need right now. He knows what you're going to need next week before you can even ask it or even desire it. He knows what the future is going to be in all things. Nothing catches God off surprise. Nothing catches him off guard. But in verse number 33 of Matthew the 6th chapter, is something that can help us for all our whole life. And he gives us the job of being a believer. If you are a believer in Christ, then your mind should stay on Jesus, to please him and to uh, desire his thoughts in your mind, to love his statutes and follow his commandments. Oh, we, you can't worry about anybody else. You have to seek God for yourself. Make that connection with God and, and have a relationship with him. Don't lose what you have. Mess around with something that doesn't belong to you. Let God be the God of your life. This world doesn't belong to you. It's just temporary. But the spiritual world is everlasting. And the job of a Christian is to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added unto you. There are two things in that scripture, in that job description, that we need to recognize. The very first thing he says, first. Why should we put the kingdom of God first? Because God put us first. We should put God first and Jesus first in our life because he put us first in his he came and died on the cross so we can have a life better than what we had. 
God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. God gave us his best. He gave us his first. Jesus was the first to come back from the dead. The first fruit of those that slept but yet shall live again. And we shall all be like him one day with eternal lives. That day is coming. Just watch the world and see how we have hurricanes in California. And we have fire, um, out of control fires in Louisiana as wet as it is in Louisiana. Hurricanes pop up in Florida within a day and go through and go all the way up the East Coast. And things that we not thought would never happen. God is speaking to us through his creation. So we need to put God in the kingdom of God first. And what is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is a change. Is the presence of God in your life. A changed desire. No longer desiring the world, but seeking the kingdom in your life. And when you desire the kingdom of God, Things will come to you like never expected. There's blessings that's waiting on you if you would just come to the kingdom of God and accept God as your Lord and Jesus as your Lord and Savior and humble yourself and ask him to direct your path. So you have to put God first because the kingdom of God is at hand. Just like John the Baptist said, Repent, because the kingdom of God is at hand. And who is the kingdom? Jesus Christ. There's no way to the Father except through the Son. And the Son sits at the right hand of God, interceding on our behalf. But we have to seek Him. We have to seek Him in our finance, seek Him in our love, seek Him in our hope. Seek them in our day-to-day -day activity. When we get up in the morning, we got to seek the kingdom of God, Jesus Christ. We have to go off and pray. And, and don't be worried about the world. And The, the Bible says that uh, we should seek him daily and pick up our cross and follow him. Don't let your cross keep you from serving God. Whatever it is in your life that you're dealing with, don't let it be so great that it keeps you from working for Jesus Christ. The kingdom of God tells us that we have to tell somebody about Jesus. Open your mouth and let somebody know how good God is. The kingdom of God tells us that we have to teach somebody. Don't just tell somebody and let them be out there on their own. But work with them by calling them and encouraging people what thus says the Lord. Make that friendship with somebody. If you're part of the kingdom of God, then you are a sent one, one that goes out on behalf of God. That's the, the definition of the church. The Greek name for church means the, the sent ones. Not the ones with the holiness club, not the ones that 
have become a social group, not the ones that judge other people, but sent ones, compelling man to come and be part of the army of God, to continue the legacy of going out being the sent ones. That is our job. So we have to tell about the kingdom of God, teach about the kingdom of God. We have to tend to the kingdom of God. We have to transform ourselves by the word of God. And we have to treasure what we found in Jesus Christ. And there is a pearl like no other. When we come to Jesus Christ, we have found a jewel that nobody else could give us. Everlasting life and a friend that'll stick closer than a brother. So seek him and his righteousness, the right things of God. Try to do them. Let your conscience be led by the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says, if we do that job, all things shall be added unto you. All things, meaning your spiritual, your physical, your substance, your desires shall be added unto you if you will only seek ye the first, the kingdom of God. So therefore, take no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for itself, sufficient unto the day of the evil one thereof. So when evil comes up against you, you can fall back on your job and let God fight your battle. If you stay on the job, God will make a way out of no way. I'm gonna say a prayer today, and I hope that somebody has heard something that can change your life forever. Go tell, teach, and transform, and treasure what God has done for you. Tend to it, cultivate it. I'm gonna say a prayer right now, if you believe by faith, and you want to give your life to Christ now, you repent of your sins, I want you to say this prayer along with me. Heavenly Father, forgive me. I repent of my sins. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Wash me and cleanse me in the blood of Jesus Christ. I believe that you gave the Lord's Supper, died on the cross of Calvary for my sins the next day. Went to a borrowed tomb, but early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in your hand. Now you sit at the right hand of God the Father, interceding on our behalf. Let me be part of the holy family of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 We love you. We have an after-school program starting October the 5th at 6 p.m. We're inviting all to bring their children to come to our children's Bible study, and dinner will be served. Be blessed. God loves you. And keep a smile on your face, for that smile is blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.